Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this. You're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. 
With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. My name is Josh Ballard. I'm the editor for the Unmistakable Creative Podcast. As of today, South Africa has begun a 21-day lockdown. So far, my neighbor has walked his dog three times in a day, and I've spent the whole day eating leftover pizza and working on what you're listening to right now. I know South Africans are tough, and we will get through this no matter what. And the same remains true for the human race. In Serbia, they have sent all the kids home, and what they are doing now is they are recording and airing on national television, like, you know, from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. is first grade, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., etc. So... The internet can often be a really vicious place, but over the last couple of weeks, as it's become a primary way to connect, I think it's really teaching us to look beyond avatars, profile pictures, and pretty websites. It's forcing us to slow down and respond instead of react. This moment is teaching us to see each other's humanity, become more empathetic, and contemplate so many of the things that we take for granted. Don't wait for the big events of your life. Don't wait for the wedding or the, you know, near death or for some other, you know, major event. Yeah. But in the day to day, you know, I mean, look, we spend all this time imagining we're going to get ready for our dying. And I think it's a kind of absurd idea to imagine that at the time of our dying, we will have the strength of body, the emotional stability, the mental clarity to do the work of a lifetime. It's an absurd gamble. So we should do this work now. And that includes those of us who are not dying, who are with, you know, our aging parents, for example. Be with them now. Tell them you love them now, you know. Waiting is full of expectation. Waiting for the next moment to arrive. We miss this one, you know. Waiting for the moment of dying. We miss all the moments in between. It turns out that social distancing is teaching us a lot about social connection. We're seeing each other's faces and hearing each other's voices more than ever before. I have been thinking a lot about this, especially because of my situation, living in Myanmar and being really far from my home and from my family and friends. So I left France six years ago and I only come back once a year. I was actually supposed to, to go back home next week. But when Corona hit France really hard, it meant that I didn't know when I will see my friends and family again when I haven't seen them for more than a year. It's been quite interesting. For my mother, uh, since I moved to Myanmar, we used to call each other maybe every 10 days or so, just talking briefly and making sure we're just okay. But since the beginning of the confinement, we have almost daily calls and it feels like being back to our old routine when I was still living back home. We share videos of our daily lives, of us cooking, spending quality time, and basically sharing our, our quarantine from the other side of the world. My name is Akira Chan and I'm a filmmaker based out of Southern California. I'm finding myself wanting to have longer conversations, to have 
FaceTimes with family members I haven't spoken to in a long time and to avoid these kind of digital shortcuts that I've been practicing. I think we all have for many years. Quick texts to keep updated with people, quick replies on posts on social media. It's almost like we're unpacking this spectrum of intimacy that we've been bypassing in other ways. And if there's anything good that might come out of this and that we can hopefully take with us as a lesson, it's this basic human need to communicate and connect and know who our neighbors are and actually sit down and have long conversations and to, in many ways, just slow down, slow down to the speed of humanity. So this week, we turned to our listeners and we asked them to share their stories, perspectives, and insights from a moment in history unlike any other. We asked a doctor who's working on the front lines, which she wanted us to know. And P.S., that doctor happens to be that sister that you've heard me mention so many times on the show. I've always been really proud of her, but never as much as I am right now for the work that she's doing. Hi, my name is Sarisha Rao, and I'm an anesthesiologist and ICU doctor. I'm Srini's little sister, who many of you may have heard him mention in various episodes. I'm part of my hospital's COVID-19 care team, and I just want to take a moment to share a little insight from the front lines. This illness is definitely upon us and will only increase over time. We're just now starting to see the effects of this on the hospital system, and the fears that we will be overwhelmed are well-founded. Not only do we worry about having more patients than we can treat, but also running out of personal protective equipment to keep all healthcare workers safe while treating these patients. The good news is you can do something to help this situation, and that is to stay home. Even if you're young and healthy, you can be an asymptomatic carrier and spread it to those who are more vulnerable. Staying home will help spread out the number of people that require hospitalization over time and give healthcare providers a chance to adequately treat them. So please do your part to flatten the curve and stay home. Also take appropriate measures to protect yourself. Wash your hands frequently with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Avoid touching your face or mouth, and when possible, maintain six feet of distance from others. And again, stay home. Social distancing does not have to mean loneliness. We're really fortunate to live in an era of vast means of communication with FaceTime and Zoom. So take this opportunity to stay in touch with loved ones. Together we can get through this. Stay safe. Sword and Kierkegaard said that all change is preceded by crisis, and crisis always seems to be the catalyst for change. Whether it's an identity crisis, health crisis, or economic crisis, it can often be the spark that ignites the flame of significant change in our lives. Hi, I'm Joseph Logan, and I'm a founder coach for startups and scale-ups based in Colorado. I tend to work with founders and teams to drive scalable growth, and you can learn more about that at resilientfounder.com or theteamsthething.com. A few years ago, I gave a talk called The Upside of Crisis at TEDx Boulder. Most of the time, most of us cling to the status quo, and that goes for people, companies, communities. But there is an exception, the period following a crisis. Crisis breaks the status quo. Crisis forces us to change. I had a professor in grad school who said that no real change ever happens without a crisis. And of course, being somewhat naive, I said, well, what do you do if you need change but you don't have a crisis? And he said, you make one up. I think that's a little flip and a lot over the top, but it gets at an important point. 
Trying to make change in stable times is like trying to push a boulder up a hill. Change after a crisis is like watching a boulder roll down a hill. It's just inevitable. Change and crisis are often the same thing happening at different speeds. Most of the people I meet in my work get this. These are people who are trying to change the world. That kind of boldness always flirts with crisis. Most of my coaching clients come to me because of a crisis, either one they're experiencing, sometimes one they've created. What I know about them is this. The most creative periods of their lives are the ones immediately following a crisis. They start companies, they invent things, they build communities, they change jobs or careers. Crisis always creates some kind of change. And the question is, what kind of change do we want it to be? I think this crisis is particularly tragic. There's a lot of death, there's a lot of loss of jobs and security. But I also think that this is a time that we're going to look back on and see just tremendous innovation. Generally, companies and solopreneurs who aren't solving real problems tend to get bounced out of the market over time, but a crisis like this forces that. So you have three choices, fail, survive, or thrive. Failure is obvious, that means closing the doors. Survive is actually failure over time. Thriving is focusing on that real problem for a real customer and delivering something to them in ways that they might not have imagined. Companies that do this are not only going to grow, but are already growing even through the slowdown. So I think the upside is big innovation. And if there really is an upside to this crisis, we figure who better to ask than an actual economist? We see some glimpses of hope, but I think they're just kind of pauses for maybe second waves of the virus to come. And what is this doing is making a supply shock to the economy. For that, I mean... Like think about all the factories and manufacturing facilities, people that are working on the economy, like delivery services, restaurants, airlines. Uh, so those, those are the like the first businesses that are being affected by this virus. And because obviously getting the bug is of concern, people are not making consumption decisions. And that slowly is creating a train wreck on the supply side. And on the demand side, I think that uh, world central banks are doing their work but up to a limit because rates cannot fall forever and they can fall up to the point where they go to zero, which is right now where they are. And that's as far as what the Fed can do to help stimulate the demand. So basically what the Fed is doing in common words is printing money. When they lower the rate, they're providing more liquidity to, to banks and the entire financial system. And that liquidity helps to cope with that demand. But when supply suffers, but demand cannot go get, get that improvement, a significant improvement, uh, I don't really want to overwhelm you with, with economic jargon, but this is going to cause a recession. And a recession is defined by just, it's just a textbook definition, two consecutive quarters of negative growth in the gross domestic product. So the entire production of the economy has to fall consecutively for six months. And when a recession is so deep that it lasts for a long time, then it becomes a depression. Hopefully we don't get a depression, but I'm, I'm seeing a lot of behaviors in the financial markets, severe drops in stocks that are actually discounting for that probability of having a depression. 
And then we start thinking about how an economy recovers from a recession. And that generated one of my comments in the Maggie Networks where I said, this might be a V-shaped recovery. So you fall and then you come up really quick. And that's very, I think, low probabilistically speaking. I think we might get a U-shaped recovery, which is kind of, you can see a U-shape where slowly we're going to get up after this severe shock that we are experiencing. But as the virus is out there and I'm thinking, okay, it's, it's okay we are at home working uh, and telecommuting for a month, but what if this happens for two months or three months or what if the entire economy shuts down for a whole month, which is perhaps what needs to happen. So if an economy entirely shuts down for a month, then many companies will become bankrupt. And that might be a prescription to create a, a depression in the coming years. So we haven't experienced a depression since the 1929. So no one of us has been lived through that and understand the complexities of living under a depression. Hopefully we don't get there. That's why it's called an L-shaped recovery. Think about an L letter, then it goes like that. And it continues going like that until very long. And also potential GDP is another thing that, that we've been discussing. Mm-hmm. So what is the economy capable of being producing the entire economy? And where we're at now is below the potential. So we're already under our new normal, and this has been in discussion by several economists, whether we were already in a new normal, because regardless of the strong recovery that we had for the last decade, we have not been able to recover that trend of the GDP growth. I think we were in a new normal with maybe more productivity, even the technology, but since then we haven't been able to recover the output that the economy was capable of producing before the 2008 crisis. And now with this virus, I think things are going to change. Some areas of our lives are going to be changed structurally. I was looking at new ways of finding how we can touch things for like holographic images, for example. New technologies are going to emerge. Automatic doors. Don't be surprised even that next time you go to a restroom, you find an automatic door that, you know, detects you and you don't, you don't have to push a door. Things, things like that are going to be used more and more for, uh, because we humans are going to be really concerned about touching surfaces and stuff like that. So those are the things that I think are going to be changing in our brains structurally forever. But hopefully what we don't change is the need for connection and the need to connect with each other and the understanding and acceptance that we need each other. That is what's going to make us recover faster. Over the last year, I've become a lot closer to my family, closer than we've ever been. And when we normally get together in person, it's chaotic and loud, but also full of a lot of energy and love and always good food. Somehow we've managed to replicate all of this on Zoom. We talk about the meals we eat, interrupt each other constantly, but somehow it's still filled with laughter and love. We're starting to see the value of connecting face-to-face like never before, and it's made me wonder why this isn't the way that we use technology to connect all along. While the headlines might be filled with gloom and doom, there's something that I always try to remember at times like this. It's all about connecting with the sun, because when we wake up before the sun, we're able to see that transition from darkness to light. And I think there's something so deeply healing to the human psyche about seeing that happen because it's a reminder to us that like the darkness is temporary and it passes and gives way for the light of the sun and of the day so too do these dark habits and destructive patterns and thoughts that we have only have a temporary existence
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch, the skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.